What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 91 of the Stand-Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, joined, as always, by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. Hola. And, of course, we got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder, looking for a few good peepees for a few good DPs, <laughs> the tag team and double creaming. You take the front, he'll take the back, he'll be dancing all night, sack to sack, the phenomenal AJ. See. You can't say I'm not a team player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you guys been up to this week? Anything good? Uh, I've been door dashing, man. Like this week I had to really get on my grind because uh, that $1,500 bonus is coming up. Mm-hmm. And the uh, date for it to expire was uh, the 22nd. So I think that's tomorrow. Yes. That's and a certain number of drives in a certain time period. 290. Holy shit. Yeah, 290 deliveries. So what, How much was the bonus? Uh, $1,500. Damn, that's a pretty good bonus. Yeah, well, uh, $900 to the person who recommends uh, the new driver, and then $600 to the new driver. Okay. Um, so my sister recommended uh, my dad, so I was the one driving for him, though. <laughs> but, Wait, uh, she got the recommendation? She got the recommendation. Uh. Hey, she pays all the bills. I'm happy to help. <laughs> and uh, my dad got 600 bucks, so you know they both got paid, and I get paid just for driving, so that was fine. It was just good to uh, get that bonus and achieve that goal, and now I don't have to worry about it so much. So I did that. Yeah, 290, that sounds like a lot. Like, yeah, How long did that take you? Well, it's an average of about five per day, but there were days where I skipped and days where I did it heavy. It took about two months, uh, probably like 57 days, I think, to be exact. What kind of, do they give you, like, what time frame, how long do they give you to do it? 60 days. 60, 60 days, days to the 290 deliveries. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it averages out to about five per day. Wow. And uh, you get, to, like, till midnight of the 60th day, so they don't just, like, you know, that, that exact time. <laughs> Can you imagine if it actually... Came down yeah. to that last day. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, this is a, a shout out to anybody else who might be doing it. Um, if you uh, are trying to get that bonus, make sure you finish a little bit ahead of time. Because for me, I was having issues like right towards the end when I was like finishing <laughs> up. It's almost like they were trying to like, you know, hey, let's not let's not make this easy. <laughs> <laughs> You start having the people you know order food just so you can get those last couple in. Yeah, I was having app issues. I was like, I had to call them. I was like, what's going on? They were like, oh, uh, hang up, completely shut it down, and try it all over again. I was like, but if I hang up, then I won't be talking to you. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> they're like, we don't care. It's not like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I watched. Uh, Ghosts. I continue to watch that show. Oh, okay. Uh, it's got it's got renewed for another season, so that's good. It's coming back. Sounds like there's some viewership behind it. It's not really like uh you know, a compelling show. It's just like one of those like Brooklyn Nine Nine type shows, you know, where you just watch it for a, a cheap laugh. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Would you say it's as good as Brooklyn Nine Nine? No, no, okay, no. Okay. I think Brooklyn Nine Nine was more creative, but uh, Ghost is fun. It's silly. It's quirky. It's got like different personalities, several different types of ghosts. So it kind of touches all bases. And um, oh, I went ahead and bought Spider Man No Way Home because it's not coming out on Disney Plus. Oh, it's not. Yeah, is that because it's produced by Sony? Yeah, because it was like a joint venture. It's not going to be able to come out with just Disney Plus. So. Yeah, I guess Sony gets their cut when you buy the uh, the movie. Now, I haven't had Disney Plus in like a few months. Do you know, do they have the other Tom Holland Spider-Man movies on there? No, they don't. They don't? Okay. They do have uh, the old Netflix <clears throat> shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, I heard they moved those over. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was kind of surprised. I, g- I guess they now have like, you know, like a lot of apps where you can like have like kids only. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they they know you're older or whatever to mm-hmm. watch those shows. But yeah, I I kind of figured when they got those that they'd put them on Hulu or something just because they're more adult in content. But it does sound like they're trying to you know, well they are they're integrating a version of those characters into the regular MCU. So yeah. it makes sense that they would have it on there. Jessica Jones especially, I thought the the content might be really dark. You know, right? Disney Plus, but yeah. Yeah, they they stuck with it. Uh, I also uh, watched the breakdown of this terrible, terrible Pinocchio movie called the uh, the True Tale, or the True Story of Pinocchio, 
which is like I guess like a Russian version of the telling. Oh, geez. I'm not sure, but uh, Polly Shore is the voice of Pinocchio. <laughs> Whoa! At, at like nearly 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this isn't like an older movie. It's no, like this a, is like 2019. Holy shit! I holy think. shit. <laughs> <laughs> really recent. <laughs> but yeah, I how have they not done this on How Did This Get Made? <laughs> I, they might. Uh, I've seen a few people it's break it. It's the down. weasel. <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna be a real boy? <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, you do a better Polly Shore. <laughs> nah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just watch some bad movies, and that's about it for me. I don't know. I watched a couple old movies. Watch Highlander. There can only be one Highlander, be one. except they've made more. <laughs> Is it the first one, like the 1980? The first one. Okay. It's on Amazon. All right. The other ones might be on there, too. I don't know. Saving Private Ryan. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in like 10 years. I don't know. After I, I polished off like uh, Better Call Saul and a couple things like I was like, I'm on empty. Okay. <laughs> Just rewatch some old crap. I remember the very first time I saw Saving Private Ryan, I fell asleep. War movies just do that to me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I did action ev- movies get me, but that one was solid. I did eventually like see it. it. It's fine, but I don't know. War movies just don't do it for me. Okay. I, I forgot to mention, uh, I did watch uh, Scream 4, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah, I, I don't know. People like... The the first scream was a big hit, and after that, everybody feels like the next movies were all just letdowns. But I, I've enjoyed them all. You know, the first one was the best, no doubt. Have you seen them? They have a scream five now. Don't they? So I'm working my way up to that one. Oh, I just okay. saw four like this weekend, and uh, I plan to see five coming up next weekend. Is there? There must be some sort of loose continuity between the continuity. Continuity. <laughs> hey, uh, how, how many BPMs Net on this movie? You got to see. Those are like those are the same boobs in this movie <laughs> as in this movie. <laughs> but I know they because I've never seen any of those movies. But they have like reoccurring characters and shit. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Neff Campbell's like the main character throughout all the movies. She's uh like all these crimes are like uh, they started with her family and. She's like the main character who like people focus on when they when they reenact these crimes and stuff. Like, hey, Cindy, this has to do with you, you know. Like, she's like a middle aged house mom now. At this point, she's like uh, last last movie. She was like a, a an author. She was like a best selling author. Uh. So she's kind of uh, completely changed her role. And uh, now the character that uh, David Arquette's wife, what was her name? Uh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox, yeah. Uh, she's no longer a journalist. Now she's just kind of like, uh, it almost seems like she's like retired and doing some sort of chill, relaxed job. I'm not sure. But yeah, they've kind of changed roles a lot. And I, I expect one of them to, I haven't seen the spoilers for Scream 5, but they can't all live, right? Like, one of them has to die at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because, <laughs> like, the main characters live throughout all these five movies so far that I know of. David Arquette, uh, Courtney Cox, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell, yeah. They all survive. And they all have been stabbed up a bunch of times and everything shot. But they still survive. <laughs> yeah, one of them either has to die or become the murderer themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> uh, anything else on you, for you on the watching front, or not really? Uh, there probably was something. I just don't remember. Um, let's see. Well, on the playing front, I've got, I got way more into Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. Great game. Having a lot of fun with it. You know what? Um, this is like the first really like open world game i played on the ps5 and i will say it makes a big difference when you can literally fast travel and it means fast travel and it's almost like instantaneous (laughs) or you're like fast travel and then you're like guess i'll go make some macaroni exactly (laughs) yeah which i really like because yeah it just it keeps the game flowing you know you don't have these you know where you can just like Oh yeah, I want to go to this part of the map. Boom, I'm there. You know, that's awesome. And and just keep things going, and and it really helps with an open world game. I but I'm liking the game a lot. That's something that games needed like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I remember sitting through some of those load screens, being like, I just need to go back for one little thing, man. Why am I waiting like three <laughs> minutes for this load screen? It was tricky because they're trying to push the graphics as yeah. hard as they can, and then like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> now you got to pay the price. But see, now I figure developers will be. They'll just make the games like even more complicated and and yeah. to the point where you'll have loading screens again. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end of the PS5 life cycle. 
You'll be <laughs> back there. Yeah. But for right now, I it's, need it's, that PS6. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> um, I've been killing Nazis. That's my. That's my. Oh yeah. What's that game you've been playing? Sniper or something? Sniper Elite. Three or four, I forget. Nazis are always a safe enemy to have yeah. in games. <laughs> yep, you can always go. It would be kind of fun if you just had a game where it's like political, just like he's got a mega hat. Yeah, <laughs> like a game where you just like target like yeah. real life political figures. Like that would be nuts, man. People would lose their shit. <laughs> Nazi- it's Chris Christie. Get that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting away very slowly. I'm sure there are people still offended by Nazis as bad guys in these games. I think there are people still who are like, hey, they weren't all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, well, yeah, people do get an uproar about politics and games. Like, in the mid-aughts, uh, I don't even know when this would have been, maybe around 2008 or so. It was a long time ago. They announced this game called Six Days in Fallujah, Fallujah, which, you know, was a... This sounds like a bad porn game. (laughs) (laughs) It was about, you know, a a real-life conflict that happened, like, in the war in Iraq or somewhere over there, right? And, like, a bunch of, like, politicians and people came out and was like, it's too soon to make a game about, you know, a (laughs) real-life event. Flying jetliners into skyscrapers. So the game was canceled, but then, oddly enough, like, I think it was just, like, last year... Like, they announced that they're, like, supposedly, like, bringing it back. We'll see if it ever actually comes out. But it's so weird that, like, it was canceled for so long, and then they were like, oh, we're going to bring it back. You know, it's it's kind of a weird thing. But who knows if it'll ever see the light of day. The weirdest thing is, like, we're like, hey, don't make a game about the actual thing that's happening in this world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too honest for us. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, it's not like there wasn't already like Call of Duty game set. In the yeah, movies. right. <laughs> it's just like, oh, but they, it wasn't based on a real thing. This yeah. is actually using When it. you're like in blatant desert camo. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. it's so silly. Um, well, as I mentioned on a previous podcast, you know, I got uh, Peacock for the month to watch wrestlemania so i've been tr- trying to find other stuff on there and so this last week i watched mcgruber <laughs> making life-saving inventions out of household materials mcgruber he just made a fucking tv show MacGruber. <laughs> um, so it was okay <laughs> the thing yeah. about mcgruber like i do like the idea of like a macgyver parody and like the snl sketches were pretty funny yeah. and but like I, I, I've never liked it as much as I wish I did. Like, the movie had some funny moments, but, like, overall, I think it was just fine. Like, a lot of people herald it as, like, this, like, great comedy. I, I think it's fine. And well, same with this show. Like, there's there's some funny bits in it, but overall, like, it's just fine. Well, yeah. wasn't, wasn't that, like, Val Kilmer's return to acting? <laughs> McGruber. I, I think it, uh, at least it seemed like he had been out of the game quite a while before he did that role. Yeah. <laughs> uh Interesting choice. And then uh, I finally did get around to watching uh, season five of Better Call Saul on Netflix. What a fucking great show. It was a good season. I loved it, man. Some of the other seasons I thought drug a little bit, but this one was a good season. I mean, I've liked the whole show all the way through, but yeah, really good. You know, it's got to be up there. It's got to be, if not really close to like the greatest spinoff show ever, right? I don't know if I can think of many good spin-off shows. But. Yeah, it seems like most of them don't work. But like, Frasier was good, I guess. It was very successful anyway. But man, yeah, Better Call Saul, fucking great show. I haven't seen it. Do they bring back uh, Gustavo or? Yeah, yeah he's back. In. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's a very, uh, a very. He was, good I don't think he was prevalent in all the seasons. He was pretty big in this season. He was, but yeah, he didn't show up until maybe. Season three or four, I don't remember. Yeah. But he's played a part ever since. Okay. Yeah, then I got to check it out. I think, uh, wasn't it Giancarlo Esposito in that role? It's perfect. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> like, I love Breaking Bad. Probably, like, my fa- favorite, like, dramatic, like, show. But I did think they maybe made him a little too powerful. Like, the the whole, like, the scene where he finally dies and, like, he even gets up for that last moment where he has, like, the fucking two-face, like, exploded face. I'm like, maybe a little too much, but okay, okay. <laughs> Putting him over, <laughs> like, strong, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, fucking great character, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just, the, the bad guys, they just get better and better in that show. Uh 
Tuco was like the first like real kind of scary bad guy. <laughs> yeah. And and just after that, Gustavo, different personalities, but just you know, different ways to have like scary characters. Yeah. Tuco should be coming back in. They they did name drop him this season. Yeah. So like I mean there's only one season to go, but they might have him back. Okay. I think they've announced recently too that like um Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will make an appearance in this in last final season. season. Oh great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is they've been doing this thing where like the beginning of every season, like they have these black and white segments where it's like showing what his life is like today. Right, running from the cartel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well he was like in witness relocation. But like do you think in the last season, like are they just gonna you'd almost think they'd have to do a full episode like to resolve that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I don't know how they'll squeeze that together. But he got made by like a local, so right. We'll see. Okay, so that's interesting. They they've made to where like they show present day Saul and what he's going through a little bit after the whole Breaking Bad, right? Oh, okay, right. So like every season, you get like maybe like a fifteen minute bit of like showing what's going on in the current day, and then it'll go back to you know. You, you think they'll do anything with that? Oh yeah, I think they got to do something. Like okay. I don't. I don't know if they're going to kill him or, or <laughs> you know, they, but they've definitely, like, put him in a situation. So okay. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but, yeah, there is, like, that building tension if they'll kill him, I guess. I guess that's the uh, long. And there's also, like, the mystery of, like, what happens to Kim because, obviously, like, she's yeah, not featured she's not in Breaking there, yeah. Bad. And so it's like, will they kill her off? Will, you know, we find out something else happens with her. It's definitely setting up... Uh, for a, a good final season, I think. Yeah, that's kind of a weird one to be. I don't know. There's like there's a lot of ground in between where they're at and like the end of Breaking Bad. So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like I won't do it anytime soon, but I think eventually I'll have to do a full rewatch of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I've watched a couple episodes and I was like, ah, maybe I better not. <laughs> I, I like to go back and watch that episode with the fly. Oh right, right. Did we talk about that? That was like my. That's my favorite episode. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but uh, it's definitely like one of their like famous episodes. Yeah, I think I've talked to other people. That it's either you love it or you hate it kind of situation with that one, I suppose. I will say, like, like the way Breaking Bad and, and Better Call Saul, like that team definitely has like a, a stylized way of shooting things. Like they do interesting camera stuff. Yeah, quite often. Yeah, they like a lot of times they'll do like a lingering shot after the scene, and it's just of like. Something stupid, like a rubber duck or something. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of wonder what, uh, you know, Vince Gilligan and his team will do after Breaking Bad. Yeah, you know, guys like that, they might have something in their pocket. They <laughs> Next project they want to do or something. They're definitely like an an interesting creative team. Like, I would be interested in, in what they're doing next. Yeah. Probably no matter what it is. Um, Oh, God. You guys got anything else to talk about before we get into the show? No, I'm good. Yeah, nothing too crazy at work. We had a guy yesterday who was screaming for hours on end. But other than that, everything's <laughs> No wrong. change there. Well, all right, guys. Anybody who hasn't watched, we're going to go around the table. Everybody's going to see if bring a, a crazy news story to the front, and, and we'll see if we can't make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, AJ, we usually start with you, so what do you got for us? All right. Bride arrested after guests get f- sick from food. A bride and her caterer have been arrested after wedding guests were allegedly served food laced with marijuana. Dania Glennie, 42, from Florida, and Jocelyn Bryant, 31, c- uh, could not be charged with tampering, negligence, and marijuana delivery. Guests were said to have been enjoying themselves at the event on February 19th when they suddenly fell ill. Police were called to the scene and took samples from the food to test for drugs. Dania Glennie was arrested after guests at her wedding became ill. Uh, according to an arrest affidavit, the lasagna and a piece of bread tested positive for THC. <laughs> lasagna. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Weed lasagna. Yeah, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glennie told police she... I, I have like a party people, no one was like, I recognize it. 
Lenny told police she did not consent to cannabis being put in any of the food. A number of people reported having suffered stomach aches and experienced vomiting during the party. Some people even required medical assistance and were taken to the hospital. One of those in attendance told KTVU News that they felt ill and high. Jocelyn Bryant was also arrested. Uh, Sheriff's Office Miranda Katie, uh, who was also there, told WFTV 9 News, We were all just enjoying and celebrating our friend's success on the dance floor, having fun catching the bouquet. I just started feeling a little dizzy, just kind of like the room was spinning a little bit and things were distorted. Miss Katie has now demanded an apology. She added, I actually text myself at one time a message just in case I didn't make it through the night. Whatever the reason, I think people just want an explanation. First responders who arrived at the wedding treated a number of people after they complained of stomach pains and vomiting. Another guest who was taken, taken to South Seminole Hospital for treatment reportedly said he wanted to press charges against those responsible. <laughs> <laughs> when questioned like, look man this is weed <laughs> in food this is not that bad i don't know how people are making such a big deal out. maybe for someone who has a tolerance like you <laughs> I, I bet i'd be puking my guts out with all these other people i would be enjoying myself <laughs> like free drugs what <laughs> You gonna finish that lasagna? <laughs> Alvaro Rodriguez, <laughs> Alvaro Rodriguez, twenty-nine from Santiago, Chile, created the multi-tiered wedding cake for his sister when she, when she got married in, fe- in February. Rodriguez made reference to the special ingredient in the cake, which read. Uh, translated, The Return of the Magic Brownie 2.0. Rodriguez spent 20 hours making and decorating the cake, which was covered in white icing and flowers, and at first looked like an entirely regular, beautiful wedding cake. Uh, We must make it clear that he made adult guests aware that one of their tiers offered uh, the chance to get a bit more than a sugar rush thanks to the inclusion of marijuana, which is legal for all production and public consumption in Chile but legal for private at-home consumption. The baker explained the inspiration for the cake came after he and his sister tried magical brownies and found the effect to be very funny. He said he didn't think twice when his sister asked him to add weed to one of the tiers of the cake, saying that particular level took him two hours and was pretty easy. I just infused it with butter from the day before, and once the brownies set, I put it in the um, other levels with the chocolate ganache, and voila, he explained. Have you ever gotten high enough that it made you feel sick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this usually happens with drinks. Like, if you if you have a, like, look, I've had drinks that have, like, a thousand milligrams of THC in them, <laughs> and your body is not meant to process a thousand <laughs> milligrams of THC, so it'll just, like, it'll mess up your insides. You'll feel sick and stuff, and you'll be hitting the toilet hard. So, uh, yeah. Did you get to the toilet? <laughs> 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 if you can get to the toilet, you'll be working on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, too much THC can really mess you up. Yesterday was 4:20, so uh, I partook, <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. I, didn't I got even catch that one. Yeah, I got plenty of THC <laughs> in my system yesterday. But uh, man, there were some good deals. Fifty percent off on everything in the store yesterday. There, it was so busy at the weed store. Man, I saw a story. So I saw posted on Twitter or something too. I saw and the guy, he's like, I don't know if he's at a hotel or something. He's like, he came back to his room. He's like, the cleaner found my stash. And like, apparently it was much more potent than the guy had thought because this cleaner is just laying on his bed, like, <laughs> like so stoned he can't even move, you know? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, he was caught. <laughs> I'm not a stoner, so I just celebrated Hitler's birthday. <laughs> they had some great sales on swastikas. <laughs> His birthday was 420? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> I thought that was like a famous thing everybody knew. No, I'm just a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Come celebrate Hitler's birthday. 20, 50% off. 50% off everything. <laughs> I remember, remember that show... At midnight, that was on for a while. Yeah, I remember like Seth Rogen was on, and who knows if like this was his joke or he got it from someone else. But like one of the things they had on the game was like like they showed this. uh, It was like a a Hanukkah, but it was like a but a a hookah or whatever you know. Mm -hmm. And like, but any and they were like caption this or whatever. And his was 
the best way to bake a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I've had hookahs. Hookahs are, are pleasant. Like, they're not harsh. They're just... Depends on what you use, but if you go to, like, a hookah bar, they usually have, like, pretty high-quality uh, hash, and uh, it's smooth, it's flavored, it, it really tastes good, it's a good experience. I heard it's really bad for you on the inside, you don't feel it, but it is bad for you. I bet COVID was bad for those kind of places. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a hookah bar staying in business during COVID. Or even now, I bet they would have a hard time convincing yeah. people. <laughs> Gyms were having a hard time. I don't know how a hookah bar could stay in business. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we check out Manifesto round one? So big story. Mike Tyson <laughs> punches guy on the airplane. Is that a big story? <laughs> I haven't heard it, but <laughs> sounds no, like, like some guy's like harassing him and he said he threw a water ball at it or something. And you just see this video of him like punching over the seat at the guy and then he cuts to the guy like frowning and then like there's blood on the side <laughs> of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I yeah. imagine the guy was probably just trying to get, like, a payday, like, you know, how people mess with. I, I mean, that's kind of what I think, get too. One. Yeah, because he'll, he'll definitely sue and get a bunch of money, but, like. It's worth getting punched a few times. Probably, but I still wouldn't fuck with Mike Tyson. Yeah. It's also a good story. <laughs> be like, um, I was fucking with Mike Tyson and he punched the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, for me, it's like now he's stamped as that asshole who deserved to get punched by Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Granted, he'll have some money, but. Well, Mike I don't know. Tyson also has this quote is like, you know, people on the internet, you've gotten way too, uh, way too confident in like fucking with people without getting the shit kicked out of you or something. Yeah, it does seem <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was like, well, that. <laughs> came true hey you know we could all make money that way Let, let's find rich people <laughs> agitate them into punching us and have some one of a, the other one of us will like secretly film it yeah That's so it, it'll probably be like their broke ass bodyguard fucking <laughs> dumps you on the sidewalk and you're like i'm gonna sue you and he's like the joke's on you i got 25 dollars yeah <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't pay with shit <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm beating you up <laughs> taking my aggression out <laughs> Yeah, I think they a lot of them do have bodyguards too. They they travel pretty deep, so there's no getting away with a yeah. Unless, unless an athlete, because athletes tend to like protect themselves a lot of the time. Basketball yeah, players you stuff. wouldn't imagine like Mike Mike Tyson would probably feel weird if he had a bunch of bodyguards around. Yeah, because yeah, he just kick people's ass. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of crazy like basketball and football players. I'm sure you could get one of those to punch you. Yeah, I remember Charles Barkley. He was like famous for getting fights back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> My luck, they kick the shit out of you, and like everybody around would be standing on their cell phone, too shocked to have pushed like record. Yeah. <laughs> like who got this? Nobody. Well, <laughs> with my luck, Barkley would pay everybody. Yeah, to I'll be give like, you a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> give me your phone. Yeah. A thousand bucks right here. Bam. <laughs> he just walks out of there with like fifty phones. <laughs> and like a, a permanent memory of him kicking your ass for the rest of his life to watch. <laughs> He's like, I really like this angle. <laughs> he has somebody like edit it all together <laughs> all right anything more on that one nope well this headline is is pretty sad to me baby born with two penises doctors remove the bigger one. Oh, what <laughs> was it I, was he like a War criminal, this child? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Two years ago, a Brazilian mother gave birth to a bouncing baby boy, but he was blessed or cursed with twice the masculinity of your average boy. Blessed. The baby was born with two penises. Although being, being double-membered didn't cause any issues for the baby, the parents wanted their child to have uh, more conventional genitalia. Those fuckers. So they decided to have doctors remove one of the penises. The good news is that the operation was a complete success. But the potentially worse news is that the doctors chopped off the boy's bigger manhood. The strange case of the boy with two penises was detailed in a recent report uh, published in the Journal of Pediatric Urology. According to the report, the boy was two years old by the time he arrived in the operating room. The doctors noted that the boy's penises were arranged side by side, with the left side penis being larger. After the initial observation, they started figuring out which member they should remove. In most people born with two penises, the second penis is what the doctors call an accessory. 
<laughs> an accessory to fucking. That means it's an underdeveloped lump of flesh, which usually makes the decision straightforward. In the case of the Brazilian boy, however, both his penises seem fully developed. So the doctors figured out they'd do him a solid and get rid of the smaller one. However, then the boy's mother pointed out that the boy could only urinate out of the smaller penis. So is that something the doctors couldn't determine on their own? It's like, oh. You might want to, yeah, keep the one you can <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> Medical imaging uh, um, indeed showed that the large, larger left penis didn't have a completely developed urethra. In the end, the doctors made the call to favor functionality over size. They removed the larger penis and stitched the skin on the boy's crotch to a normal shape. According to reports, the operation has been a success. Let's just hope the boy doesn't have regrets once he grows up. The thing is, so he couldn't pee out of the other one, but they don't say, like, could it get hard and actually function as a as a penis? I mean, I think they screwed this kid over potentially. Yeah, I think he had a bright future as a porn star. DP artist. Yeah. Uh, bizarrely enough, this isn't the only case of a child being born with two penises. We've seen uh, we've seen this year. Another report published in Urology Case Reports details another two-penis boy. The second instance comes from Uzbekistan, <coughs> halfway across the world from Brazil. Uh, this boy, however, had lived for seven years with two completely developed penises. Unlike the Brazilian baby, this boy could urinate out of both penises, although he only had one bladder. This made the choice of which penis to remove, never mind the operation itself, much more difficult. Why would they do it? Although each penis was structurally normal, it was a great surgical challenge for the surgeon. The report notes, uh, there was no reported size difference in this case, but just like in Brazil, the doctors opted to remove the left penis. Maybe there's just something about the left side penises that make doctors not like them. During the difficult operation, the doctors inserted a catheter into the right penis to make sure the boy's bladder didn't try to evacuate itself uh, through the removed left penis. After 21 days, uh, the boy left the hospital with a fully functional single penis. Interesting enough, Interestingly enough, the boy was also born without an anus. Ooh, doctors reconstructed his butthole shortly after his birth. But it's this a m- is the same boy or a different boy? Huh? This is the boy in Uzbekistan, not oh the Brazilian God. boy. But it's a mystery why they didn't do anything about his double penises. Uh, what makes these two cases so strange is how close together they appeared. The boy's condition, condition known as diphalia, is exceedingly rare. Only 100 cases have ever been reported, with the first appearing in 1609. The odds of being born with defalia is roughly 1 in 6 million. Additionally, as we mentioned, in most cases, the second penis isn't fully developed. Complete defalia is an even rarer phenomenon, which makes these two cases that much more bizarre. Defalia's causes aren't completely clear. Researchers suspect that genetics play a large part in babies developing two penises. Some studies have also suggested that drugs or infections could affect genital development in the fetus. Additionally, damage during the 23rd and 25th days of gestation can also result in diphalia. Fortunately, having two penises generally doesn't have a huge negative impact, at least medically. Boys and men with two dongs can usually urinate out of at least one of the penises. They may also be able to, ahem, raise the flag with one or even both members. As a result, they may be able to have normal sex lives and father children. In some cases, however, diphalia uh, could increase the risk of developing problems in the kidneys or the colon. This is why most boys get their second manhood removed before they grow up. I mean... To me, these two kids, they should have rolled the dice and left them. Yeah, it's the next step in human evolution. It really is. We need two penises. This, <laughs> this is just where it needs to go from this point forward. <laughs> we need a backup penis. I don't know what Jeff Bezos is doing, going to space. <laughs> I know all these billionaires spending money. I mean, if Jeff Bezos could uh, you know, fix the penis and sell that on Amazon, who's not going to buy that? Exactly. Yeah. You go from a billion-dollar company to a trillion-dollar company. Yep. We need more penises. <laughs> Room for one more. <laughs> um, well, that's it on that story. AJ, you got another story for yeah, us? Sure. Man, that really uh, bummed me out, man. <laughs> I know. Poor kids. Leave them their second penis. Yeah. All right. Scientists offer bizarre theory about what the Loch Ness Monster might be, might really be. Uh, Loch Ness Monster believers have stunned the... 
have have been stunned by the latest crackpot theory as to what the monster could actually be. Brace yourself for this one because it's super weird. No, it's not a prehistoric cryptid or a living fossil, nor is it an alien that fell to Earth and decided to make a home in the Scottish Lake. Some people have suggested that it might be the penis of a horny whale. Or at least that's what could have that's what could have sparked the rumors into life in the first place. But isn't a freshwater lake in Scotland? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a popular picture of Nessie, uh, though is <laughs> though it is a hoax. Uh, now we all know that whales are massive, right? So it holds to reason that they have a massive langur as well. Marine biology expert Michael Sweet believes that the whole sea monster myth that Loch Ness is part of could have started because a sailor saw a whale swimming close to the surface getting a bit of fresh air on his willy. The researcher shared a picture preparing to show Nessie and wrote, Back in the day, travelers explorers the travelers or explorers would draw what they saw. This is where many sea monsters' uh, <laughs> stories uh, come from, i.e. tentacled and alien-esque appendages <laughs> emerging from the water, giving, giving belief to something more sinister lurking beneath. However, in many cases, it was just whale dicks. <laughs> Whales often mate in groups, so while one male is busy with the female, the other male just pops his dick out of the water <laughs> while swimming around, waiting for his turn. Everyone's got, got to have a little bit of fun right one female whale is typically paired with a primary escort male and a group of males will try to fight for their right to overthrow the escort and earn mating rights a competition pod can have a have just a handful of whales or a larger group of 12 to 15 so could a whale have got into Loch Ness and decided to show off its impressive parts? Who knows, but it's more viable theory than some of the others, right? The interest in Loch Ness peaked back in the 1930s after an infamous photo emerged, but sightings of a sea monster have been reported as early as the 6th century. More than a thousand reports have been made since reports record, records have been kept. Of course, Mr. Sweet's whale theory, willy, whale willy theory isn't accepted by everyone. One Nessie hunter went as far as to call the biologist an ignorant fool. Author Tony Harmsworth said the man's ignorance of the environment at Loch Ness is astounding. Any large air breather would have been easily identified. There's no whale in Loch Ness. His ignorance of the mystery is equally astounding. He is comparing the whale's penises with a photograph which was discredited 30 years ago as a hoax. So my expert opinion is he is an ignorant fool. <laughs> the science is in. <laughs> that first guy was a scientist, right? Because <laughs> this guy just went in on him. Uh, another uh, and another for good measure. Uh, Adrian Shine from the Loch Ness Project added, "There are no whales in Loch Ness." Still, Mr. Sweet has has defended himself against such criticism, explaining, "I never said that Nessie was a whale." I indicated that many monsters were highly likely to be whale penises, <laughs> and this will likely, or this will explain a number of seafarers sightings back in the day. Nessie was just used an example. If the Simpsons had taught us anything over the years, it's that we should just drain the lake, drain the lock, and find out what's down there once and for all. Deployed the delocinator. More like the Cockness monster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was just thinking of those like old time math where it's like, here there be monsters. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> dicks. <laughs> whale dicks. <laughs> There's like one female whale and twelve other male whales with dicks. Waiting tanger. their turn. <laughs> here there be one eyed monsters. <laughs> Goodness, man! <laughs> this guy's this guy thinks too much about whale penises. <laughs> the Arshi blood. <laughs> Crazy. Um. All right, manifest around two. I guess if we're done with the uh, whale boner puns. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something like blubber, boner. <laughs> uh, so, a little ode to Indiana Jones here. Filipino boy survives deadly landslide by hiding in a refrigerator. Oh. 
So uh, sadly, his parents died. Oh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did the right thing. <laughs> but well, at least the nuclear cool. explosion still killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he died two days later of radiation poisoning. That's that's quick though for him to like get in that refrigerator while the landslide's happening. Yeah, apparently, like um, I don't know, they had a short warning, but uh, it said like his uncle or somebody tried to take him out, and like he wasn't. And so they like they ended up running away, leaving me in there, huh. and, like he was fine. <laughs> oh, I mean, did the refrigerator like get covered in dirt? Yeah, it's showing it like down a like it close to a waterfront, like a creek or something. Like he's lucky he didn't suffocate in there. Yeah, I don't know. He made it, so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember like an old episode of uh, MacGyver where like he gets caught in an avalanche. And, like, he somehow, I forget what he did. Like, he somehow fashioned this thing that he um, could, like, blow on. And it, like. Oh, yeah, his, his skis pole. Yeah, and it, like, th- threw up, like, a, he made, like, a like a small, like. Uh, like a flag. Flag or something, yeah, that he blew out, blew out of the thing. <laughs> He's like, if he had enough room to maneuver to do that, couldn't he just dug his ass out? <laughs> He's like, da na na na, they're gonna find me. <laughs> I actually remember that one too. I don't know. That's weird. It is weird, yeah. <laughs> MacGyver. MacGruber. How would MacGruber have gotten that? <laughs> By ripping throats. Uh, anything else? Uh, I'd have to do some reading before I'm prepared for my next one. All right. <laughs> Well, I got some good news here. Unusual premature ejaculation treatment yields promising results. Finally. <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to know the good news or the bad news? Right. Well, the good news is a study has indicated that there may be a pretty damn effective treatment for premature ejaculation. The bad news is said treatment involves getting electrodes uh, stuck to your little chap for 30-minute zapping sessions three times a week. I mean, that's a small price to pay. 30 minutes? <laughs> Doctors tried the method out on a 28-year-old man with a, a mean IELT of 40 seconds. IELT means intravaginal ejaculation latency time, in case that's an acronym you don't regularly use. His average duration improved considerably. Upon finishing treatment after 24 weeks, he'd upped his mean IELT to 3.9 minutes, and by week 60, it was up to 4.9 minutes. Oh, oh God. I can barely feel my dick at all. <laughs> He's lasting five minutes with this. <laughs> but 60 weeks. Five minutes, I think, is a good amount of time. Won't be in there all day. 60 weeks, 90 hours of zapping a week to improve one minute. <laughs> so does, does you have to continue doing it to maintain? I can't. So how exactly does it work? Well, they don't really know. (laughs) And their hypothesizing is likely to leave you with more questions than answers. Uh, The report published in the Asian Journal of Urology reads, The exact mechanism of how this uh, modality can affect ejaculation is not fully understood. We could extrapolate some theories from the studies that assess the effect of dorsal penile nerve, DPN, uh, stimulation on overactive bladder. The DPN is a terminal branch of the pudendal nerve. In overactive bladder, somatic inputs via the pudendal nerve reduce the output of the parasympathetic efferent innervation of the bladder by direct postsynaptic inhibition. Damn. If, con- if continues, uh, DPN stimulation may inhibit the parasympathetic ejaculatory outputs and modulate the goddamn nucleus in the sac- sacral, spinal, sacral spinal cord, which inhibits the motor response of the 
holy shit, bulbospongiosis <laughs> and idiocavernosis <laughs> muscles. The nerve is also direct. <laughs> now could you dumb that down for me? <laughs> You're not getting all this? <laughs> Electricity goes up the pee hole. <laughs> the, ner- the nerve is also a direct branch of the pudendal nerve and has therefore, in theory, shorter access to the nerves that control lower urinary tract function compared to the TPTNS. Glad that's all cleared up then. The report also doesn't state whether the treatment causes the man any discomfort. (laughs) I'm sure it doesn't, which would obviously affect how many men are willing to give it a try. And of course, the method needs to be carried out on a far bigger group of patients before any (laughs) decisive conclusions can be made about its efficacy. But the doctors said this case indicated that it could be could be a safe non-pharmacological treatment for premature ejaculation. Until then, I guess you'll just have to keep drinking or thinking of the least erotic thing you can possibly imagine, like Electros. getting yeah, like getting electrodes <laughs> to your penis. Alternatively, you uh, can find more sensible advice and information about ejaculation problems on the NHS website. I mean, <laughs> it seems. Uh, Think about this. So three days a week, 30-minute zapping your penis sessions. He does that for 60 weeks, and he gains one minute of not (laughs) ejaculating time. That seems like it's not very effective. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They must really value that time. (laughs) 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 It must mean the world to his girlfriend or whatever, because... Yeah, I w- I, zapping yourself three times a week for an hour and a half like that. Yeah. I mean, at least his girlfriend should know that he loves her to go through all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Soon we'll be up to seven minutes. <laughs> He's like, can I just go to some pussy eating class and get really good? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, things we do. <laughs> Although if if it was instead of premature ejaculation, if if they said we think this might make your dick bigger if you get it shocked, yeah. would would you go in for it? They'd probably have a line around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> you could just start selling some quack device like that fucking like uh, Napoleon Dynamite time machine. And guys will be like, "Here's my money." <laughs> ah, are you sure it's working? You got to do it every day for like a couple years. <laughs> okay, okay. See you tomorrow. Dr. Jingleheimer's uh, ding-dong tonic. (laughs) I'm sure people have done stupid shit throughout history to get bigger penises. (laughs) We don't even know about. All right, I guess the bee one was a a good one. The bees, yeah. (laughs) The bees. bees. (laughs) May permanently enlarge. <laughs> the guy on there right now is like, I said it permanently enlarged. <laughs> and then, like, a few months later, this guy's like, I stuck my dick in a bee hole. And he's like, ah, oh. he's that guy's living his best life. That's why the world bee population is going down. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dying on dicks. <laughs> Some dude's just like, <laughs> that would be funny to find out. That's why the bee population is dying. <laughs> Just like discarded bees all over the place. <laughs> all right, AJ. Another story for us? Yeah. Dying man who mooned at speed camera for bucket list is in trouble again. Sounds like this guy's like a troublemaker now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, I do mildly troubling things that <laughs> yeah. upset the police. <laughs> Dale Mecom, pictured as he was being arrested for mooning at a speed camera, a termina- terminally ill lecturer has been charged for using threatening behavior when he was being arrested for mooning at a speed camera. Dale Mecom... Mecom, 55, has a bucket list of things he wants to do before he dies from multiple system atrophy. Among them was to moon a speeding to moon a speed camera, which got him arrested at his home in Kidderminster, Worcestershire, in November. He was later bailed and then interviewed under caution in January. Uh, he, he has now been charged over his reaction to being arrested and will appear before magistrates in May. Daryl claims the charges are trumped up and that police are looking for any little thing to get me on. He said, this is an escalation of what they've done. Uh, you can't keep changing it and altering it until you find something that fits. What they are, what they are going to come up with, what are they going to come up with next? Uh, they are literally looking for any little thing to get me on. I pulled my trousers down and mooned a speed camera. That's all I did. They are essentially admitting that there was no offense committed in the first place. Police swoop and arrest a terminally ill man who mooned speed camera for bucket list. 
Oh, it's just another repeat. Um, there is nothing on this charge sheet saying I committed any initial offense whatsoever. Uh, why Why are they kicking the living daylights out of me in the back garden if there was no offense committed? Uh, so all this after they bashed my doors in, causing thousands of pounds worth of damage for no good reason. The police escalated it, and I am furious about it. I never thought it would get to this point. It is a case of bullying, and they're trying to get anything they can to possibly get me. I dread to think of wh how much taxpayers' money is costing to do this. My health will not and has not gotten better since all this started. The stress has made my health worse, blah, blah. Okay, let's see. Uh, he's dropped his pro... He dropped his trousers at a mobile speed camera uh, while his wife went to buy some bread from a nearby Tesco Express. Mobile phone footage filmed by Sarah, a nurse, shows Daryl calmly telling officers, I'm terminally ill. Won't be able to breathe like th I won't be able to breathe like this. This is ridiculous. I mooned a speeding camera. I mooned a speeding camera. <laughs> Wheelchair user, user Daryl, who also has Parkinson's disease and heart and kidney problems, added, I was simply gobsmacked. It's honestly all just baffling. I feel like I've been abused. It was all outrageous bullying. Okay, so I mean, it just sounds like this guy's mooned a camera and he's gotten like uh, a lot of uh, backlash for it from the cops. I don't know. I thought he was more of a troublemaker because he's dying. He was just doing his bucket list of, like, uh, you know, crazy shit. But it just sounds like a one-time thing that he did, so. Yeah, it's like, on my last few days on Earth, I'm going to go shotgun down a couple cops. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if I was this guy, I would be doing all kinds of shit. If I was dying, had a bucket list. I'd... Yeah, it seems like you could do worse things. <laughs> yeah, these cops are overreacting. He just mooned a speeding camera and they're giving him all kinds of shit. We should make like a Make a Wish Foundation for like adults who yeah. want to do stupid shit like this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it just mostly come down to like sex and hookers. <laughs> and I saw one recently where like some guy took his wife out of a hospice, like she was she was like on death's doorstep, and basically uh, they went and uh, listened to rock and partied and had meth and sex. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was that was like her last day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I do it. Do you ever wonder, like, if you were given a death sentence and, like, some terminal disease and, like, yeah, you're you're going to die within six months, like, would you guys do, like, crazy stuff or would you just, like, take it easy and, like, I don't know. Depends. Most, mostly family stuff, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know. Like, if it was, like, like my last day, I'd be like, yeah, give me some meth. <laughs> I'm going to go out feeling the best I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> I, I would definitely, like, if I had morphine or something, I'd definitely be pushing that button. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I'd like to try. Would you just eat, like, shit for six months? Be like, I'm, I'm dying. I'm not working out. I'm just fucking eating ice cream and, like, all, all the junk. I, I eat, like, shit anyway. But, like, yeah. it makes me feel so bad, like... When I'm just eating like a bunch of sugar and yeah. carbs. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's totally worth it. Man, when I think back at the stuff I ate when I was a kid, I could never do that now. Like, yeah. I used to mix cake and ice cream together, <laughs> like into this weird porridge. Your sugar, yeah, the, the amount of sugar you can take in as a kid and not feel sick is like so much. Yeah, it's insane. I couldn't do it now. If I eat, like, one bag of Sour Patch Kids, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, this is not good. <laughs> Are we talking about, like, one of those five-pound bags? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I shouldn't eat all those. <laughs> Your tongue and mouth are just, like, scraped up into, like, yeah. nothingness. Just bloody on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I like sour candies, but, man, do they fuck up your mouth. Yeah, they do. I had uh, some Warheads recently, oh, and like man. they don't sell those anywhere, but I found them, and uh, I bought like two bags of them, and there, there's a reason they don't sell them anywhere. They're so sour. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. I, that... cut, I cut up my tongue like eating them. Like... I haven't had one of those in forever, but fuck are they sour. Yeah. I picked time. up some for Jai for his birthday. I forgot to give them to him. They're in the, the cabinet over there. <laughs> yeah, maybe sour don't. Warheads. <laughs> I want to see like the look on his face. Sometimes too, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give them some sours to see what happens. I gave them some uh, warheads. They didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might end up being mine. <laughs> What'd you end up doing with that licorice, man? <laughs> it sat on the counter for like a few months and then I threw it away. Okay. <laughs>
Yeah, black licorice is the fucking worst, man. <laughs> that was a great idea on my part, the, the licorice thing. That's how they make their money. They they just, people daring each other to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Our mom likes it. Man, that's wild. There's, there's like, it, it must be like the way the brain is wired to the taste it buds. something. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've never met somebody that's just like so-so on black licorice. It seems like they either love it or they fucking hate it. Yeah. All right, manifesto round number three. Hardcore porn class offered to students at Utah College. Now that's a class. That's a class you can get behind. <laughs> Especially in Mormon territory. <laughs> yeah, Salt Lake actually. Uh, what's to say? Students can expect to watch pornographic films in class, according to the college, and discuss the sexualization of race, class, and gender, and as an experimental radical art form. <laughs> Today we're watching a race play video <laughs> where people use the N-word a bunch. <laughs> this is, it sounds like it's some liberal just trying to push tranny porn on me. This is what I'm scared of. He's <laughs> like, I already got my doctorate. You leave me alone, lady. Oh, yeah. You, you sign up for this class. You're like, all right. And then they just show like the grossest fucking porn you've ever seen. Today, granny porn. What? <laughs> this is Utah, guys. It's going to be like ankles and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> They're hardcore porn. <laughs> it's just all like ankles and elbows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the what the mess what the agenda is here. Can, can you imagine like uh, taking out student loans to go watch porn? <laughs> it's like I'm gonna really pay for this someday. <laughs> they really need students. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, do you think those Mormons that do have like the multiple wives, like, do you ever think they ever have an orgy situation going on, or is it all the women every night are just like, oh, all right, who gets the short straw and has to fuck him tonight? Yeah, it's that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're too conservative to do orgies, I think. Seems like if you had multiple wives, you'd just be like, you know, like, not tonight, ladies. I, I think I just want to go lay in bed and fantasize about killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need that, that two dicks for all those wives. Yeah. <laughs> double dicker. Yeah. Double dicker damn. <laughs> That story still bums me out. Man. Yeah, that's like that's like Superman giving away his powers. You know. <laughs> also, can you imagine like if your parents are like, "Hey, we never told you this, but when you were born, you had like a really massive penis, <laughs> and and we decided to get rid of that one. <laughs> it was just too big. It looked unsightly. <laughs> Who needs two of those? I mean. <laughs> I wonder what the most number of balls a guy's been born with. <laughs> you know there had to be, be so, there has to be somebody out there with more than two, right? I think there's like people out there with just like cow balls. Oh, just like huge, just like, huge balls. Like five inches or something. Something way off the charts. I bet there is. <laughs> and there's tiny dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Your dick looks all tiny because you got yeah. a gigantic ball. Actually, now that you bring that up, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in high school, like, <laughs> like we were looking through some medical book and it had uh, elephantitis in it. Oh. And it showed a, like, a, like a drawing of a guy with like a really huge testicle. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't our cousin like post something on Facebook once where he'd gotten a... Uh... He had some like sickness or something where his ball swelled up. It's um, God, there's a name for it. it it's basically where one testicle gets twisted. Oh, oh, the you know, blood vessel gets twisted or something. Yeah, and there's there's a name for it too that I should know. But basically, yeah, it, it happened, and his his ball, I guess, got like really big. And I wasn't on Facebook at the time, luckily. But apparently, like he posted a picture of it on Facebook, and so they like suspended his account yeah, for a certain it, yeah. length of time. <laughs> like uh. I had a teacher, he said, like, like he's out in the wilderness, and he got super dehydrated, and he ended up drinking some stream water, and then, like, he's falling the stream up, and, like, it came out in this beaver pond, so it was, like, all this tainted, like, beaver water, and, like, he said he got some something in his fucking system, and, like, his balls swelled up, like, fucking, you know, just till the, the fucking sack was tight, you know? Oof. And, like, he, he's just, like, laying around doing nothing, and he said he went to the doctor... Like, he hobbled in there, 
And like when he opened the th- his robe for the doctor, see the doctor's like, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, that's how you know it's bad. The doctors. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's called testicular torsion. Uh, it occurs when a testicle rotates, twisting the spermatic cord that brings blood to the scrotum. Oh, I might have to look this up. Testicular torsion. <laughs> I could do image search, but I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, that's what uh, our cousin uh, had, and apparently, like, it made his his ball like get really big and swollen and sore. Uh, uh, looking at some of these pictures, a little harder to tell what I'm looking at. <laughs> One is just a guy like bent over catching his breath. <laughs> There's a guy in a hospital bed and the lady's holding his hand. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get through this. (laughs) Uh, Shit. But yeah, big balls apparently. Uh, Good old internet. Well, we're a little bit over the hour. Do you have any like small story to go out on or should we just call it there on the test? That's probably the best one. (laughs) It's not going to get better than testicles, folks. A twisted test. Torsion. Well, I hope uh, everybody out there enjoyed our show more than a twisted up testicle. <laughs> uh, if you did, please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Um, also subscribe on your YouTube feed of choice. Uh, leave us thumbs up, positive com- or negative comments. Just leave us comments, and if they're good, maybe we'll we'll uh, read them on the the air and talk about them. Um, and what else? Oh. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us. And why not Why not follow us on Twitter? Guys, where can people find you on the Twitters? I am at a name for this, too, and that's number two. At unsolicited S-U-G. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.